the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We can't be what comes Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. Seek forth the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. God is already, has already taken care of tomorrow. God has already taken care of your life. God has already taken care of everything. Amen. When they thirsted in the wilderness, when they thirsted and there was no water, and they lamented and lambasted Moses. Why have you brought us here? Are you crazy? You should have left us in Egypt. Why? Why did you bring us here? There is no water for anybody to drink. And the Lord said to Moses, Take the staff in your hand and strike the rock. The rock. Which rock? The rock that started following them. The rock that was with them right from the beginning till they entered the promised land. The scripture tells us uh, in the New Testament, it says, That rock, in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, I believe, that rock followed them. That rock was going with them from place to place. So that rock was already present. Meaning the supply was already there. The provision was already there. Amen. God had already supplied what they needed. So in every situation, in every case that we need something, that thing is already supplied. Even only if we open our eyes, then we see it. God had already thought of it. God had already taken care of the situation. And we begin to fret. We begin to wonder. We begin to be anxious. But God has already taken care of it. He just says, call upon me. In the day of trouble, I will answer you. The thing is already there. What you're looking for is already present. You just need to turn your eyes on me. And you will see the provision I've already made for you. In order for us not to lean on our own understanding, Jesus wants us not to focus on ourselves, but focus on God. That we should set our mind on God. So he said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Do not worry about tomorrow, verse 34, Matthew 6, 34. Do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow we worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. 
Sufficient for the day is his own trouble. Seek forth the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. This is the overarching principle of divine prosperity, or you might call it success or victory. It is the overarching principle of divine prosperity. The overarching principle of provision, of supply. And it's all over the face of the scriptures. All over the face of the scripture. It's just a principle that works. It doesn't need to tell us to do this, to do that, to so jump here, to, to, to start chasing this. He already knows that we have a tendency to do that. We will do that anyway. But he's saying to us, do this. That which we don't want to do. That which we don't have a tendency of doing. That which we naturally will not lean on is asking us to lean on it. Because when we do that, we have victory. We have victory. If you look at the Lord's Prayer, Matthew 6, verse 9. In this manner, therefore, pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptations, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. There is nothing in this prayer about personal stuff. Asking for personal stuff. Nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing in this prayer. This template of prayer that Jesus gave to his disciples. Nothing, nothing about praying, seeking, seeking for personal stuff. Even when he says, give us this day our daily bread. It's not talking about physical food. It's talking about spiritual food. Man shall not live by bread alone. You think Jesus Christ was referring to physical food? When he says man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word... Man can live by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. If you can hear God, if you can hear God well, if you can hear God clearly, that word is sufficient for your life. That word will make provision for whatever it is that you need. You can live by the word of God alone because the word of God will lead you to where? To green pastures. The word of God will lead you by the still waters. The word of God will restore your soul for his name's sake. Amen. There is nothing in this template of prayer about personal stuff, seeking personal stuff. All of it is about the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. The business of God. The business of God. So seek for the kingdom of God all other things will be added unto you. Many, many of us, many, many Christians uh, do not believe that even when they say it. Of course, it's not talking about sleeping in church all day long. You know, it's not saying that uh, you should not go to school. It's not saying that you should not read. It's not saying that you should not, um, you know, uh, have a PhD and all of that. And all. Of, it's not saying that you should not be ambitious and all of that. What happens? When we don't follow this principle of divine prosperity, success, or victory. What happens when we don't follow the principle of seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things shall be added unto us? What happens 
when we don't follow this principle, many things happen. When we focus on our own needs, when we focus on our own needs and desires, we become anxious or troubled. For example, as long as Hannah in 1 Samuel 1, as long as she focused on herself or on her insatiable desire to have a child, she was troubled. 1 Samuel chapter 1 from verse 9. After they had finished eating and drinking in Shiloh, by the way, she didn't eat. She was fasting. Everybody had you know, finished eating and drinking. She didn't eat anything. She was troubled. She was not happy at all. Everybody was, you no, know, eating and drinking and laughing and joking. No, she was not feeling like that at all for many years. She had wanted a child and nothing could satisfy her. The love of her husband could not satisfy her. Her husband said, I am more than ten sons to you. No, don't be like this. No, no, she wouldn't listen. She wanted her own son or daughter. Now, Eli the priest was sitting on the seat by the doorpost of the tabernacle of the Lord. And verse 10, for Samuel chapter 1, verse 10. And she was in bitterness of soul. Hannah was in bitterness of soul. And prayed to the Lord and wept in anguish. Then she made a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on the affliction of your maidservant, and remember me, and not forget your maidservant, but we give your maidservant a male child, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life, and no razor shall come upon his head. Hannah made a vow and said, What you give me, I will give you. What you give me, I will give you. It's like saying, I want it, I desire it, but it will be yours. It's for you. This is the principle. This is the principle. What God gives us, we have to know. We have to know that his blessings are for his glory. His blessings on our lives are for his glory. Not for our consumption, not for our pleasures, not for our glory, but for his glory. She said, what? The child that you give me, I will give him back to you. And once she said that, once her attention, basically her attention shifted from herself, from our needs, to the needs of the house of God. Because at this time, the Lord needed men. Why? Eli was already old. Didn't know what was going on. And his sons were making a mess, a big mess of everybody. They were sleeping with people, you know, in the house of God. They were, I mean, they were terrible. Ophni and Phineas, they were terrible. So the Lord was looking, his eyes run to and fro throughout the world uh, to show himself mighty on the behalf of anyone's heart that is set on him. So the Lord was looking for a man, and Hannah provided, or Hannah made a promise to God and said, if you bless me with a male child, I will give him to you. Her desires or her attention shifted from herself to the Lord, to the house of God. Seeking the house of God. Seeking the profit of the house of God. Seeking, you know, the, the, the kingdom of God. Seeking the needs of God, so to say. God doesn't need anything. God doesn't need anything. But he says, give me. As if he needs anything. Huh? 
Isn't an honor? Isn't it an honor for us? No, to give something to God as if God needs anything. God does not need your money. God does not need your money. Amen. So don't think you're doing God a favor when you give him something. Paul said that in the Philippians that we read. Not because I desire a gift. It's not because, you know, I needed anything. But I desire something to your profit. Something to your account. Because when you give, you are going to be blessed. It is more blessed to give than to receive. I'm only taking it. I'm only receiving it. I'm only asking you to do it, which I don't want to ask. Because it is for your profit. It is for your profit. It's for your benefit. If I ask you, it's for your benefit. It's not because of me, Paul is saying. Because left to Paul, he won't ask anybody. As having nothing, but possessing all things. He believed in that. As having nothing but possessing all things. As poor, but making many rich. Amen. So, Hannah's focus shifted from herself to the Lord. And look at what happened here. In 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 17. Verses 17 and 18. Look what happened here. Then Eli answered and said, Go in peace. And the God of Israel grants your petition which you have asked of him. And she said, Anna said, Let your maidservant find favor in your sight. So the woman, meaning Hannah, so the woman, Hannah, went her way and ate, and her face was no longer sad. Amen. Isn't that beautiful? Mm. She was fasting. But as soon as she finished prayer, as soon as she shifted her focus from herself, the Lord, now it becomes the business of God. No, it's your business, God. No, as soon as she did that, she went to eat and she was no longer sad, she was no longer troubled, she was no longer anxious. When we focus on ourselves, we are anxious. When we focus on ourselves, we get troubled. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.